Sorry, I've been playing a lot of balloons. Tower Defense 2, okay? <sighs> That's fair. It's fair. I love that game. Uh, welcome to Odd Talks. I'm your host, oh, we Odd, uh, where we talk about odd things. Uh, we are joined by our other hosts, Mantis and Fade. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Dad. Welcome, guys. <laughs> <laughs> ignore me. Okay, I'm retarded. <laughs> just, just ignore me. We're not, we're not a normal podcast. We're Don't really expect not. One. not really. Don't no, expect really one. Um, today, we're going to make an attempt to talk about... Airsoft and how much we love it and how oh, downhill make, it's make going. Make an attempt, motherfucker. Yeah, make, make an attempt. We're I am angry right now, man. Like I know it. Well, I know then it. again, then again, it's only Canada. It's only it's Canada. Uh, yeah. So okay, it's okay, fine. Yeah. They're not oh, doing well, it. Well, hang on there, guys. Hang on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And we're also going. We're also going to try to talk about. The Russian radio tower, UVB-76, uh, that has been broadcasting a buzzing sound throughout the world. And as far as we know, this station is abandoned. So let's, uh, let's get back on what Fade's talking about there. Oh, yeah. so, oh okay. bro, 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 bro. Fill us in, Fade. Oh, oh, you want to be filled in? All right, hold no, up. I need no. to, I need to fucking sit up and get my big boy pants on. Ugh. All right. Jeez. So, <clears throat> hello, David. Over there in the Canadian government, more Welcome or less, David. they're about to pass a bill called Bill C-21, which will pretty much ban the use and sale and importation of almost 1,500 or more makes of models of assault type weapons there is no need for military style assault weapons anywhere in this country says the fucking prime minister what a bitch anyways yeah. more or less off, <laughs> uh yeah so more or less uh what it's technic what it's pretty much saying is uh anything that looks like it could be a resemblance of an let's say ar-15s ak's fucking sniper rifles anything anything that looks like it would actually resemble an actual like real firearm that shoots you know bullet instead of bb then it will be banned so that means a lot of weapons that are used in airsoft and paintball will actually be banned and they won't actually be able to use pretty much 90 to 98 percent of the quote-unquote airsoft and paste paintball arsenal yeah and it says like um even if it has like the classic orange tip or orange coloring it doesn't matter if it resembles anything similar to a real firearm it's not allowed <laughs> it's completely going to be banned oh yeah yeah it's it yeah and it fucking sucks and uh Pretty much what I'm reading here is that uh, they have the estimates of between 50 to 80 retail outlets across Canada that strictly sell airsoft guns and accessories. Pretty much just straight replicas of actual firearms. So those 50 to 80 businesses will actually be fucking closed down because of this bill, if mm -hmm. it does pass. It, so right now, it hasn't been passed yet, but it is pushing to look like it is going to pass. 
and that's oh hi I'm on top of the table now uh, and it is it is really pretty much scaring a lot of the fucking airsoft and paintball community because that mm. is a whole ass hobby and that is, is like an actual well, living that you're actually making you know it's gonna well, I thought fuck it was over interesting. a lot of it's people like, I didn't know this but Canada it plays a huge part in the airsoft community like as far oh, yeah. as manufacturing the the airsoft 100%. guns and and the supplying of the accessories and everything which i didn't realize a lot of uh u.s investors you know back those canadian companies and if the ca canadian companies go under then so will the u.s ones go under yeah and so and actually what i've also noticed is a lot of youtubers that i watch you know when we're talking about fucking airsoft and stuff i've actually noticed uh people like jet desert fox is uh lives in canada fucking uh there was a fuck i'm not gonna lie that's the only guy that i can remember <laughs> off of name all right no, it's so, fine it's fucking, fine it's fine it's, it's not my I, fault it. <laughs> but he but a lot of youtubers that actually go into airsoft are either going to canada specifically for the outdoorsy kind of uh places yeah. or they just live there you know what i mean so it, it's it sucks it really yeah, fucking I mean, sucks I, I i grew up with airsoft i know odds Grown up with airsoft, I'm sure you did too, right, Fade? Oh, I did too. I uh, actually, yeah. uh, funny story. Um, I used to have this like lever action fucking uh, BB like a gun. Yeah, like an actual like repeater, like, and it was fucking cool. It could shoot either plastic or lead pellets. Oh, nice. And I remember me and like we didn't have any lead pellets because we were uh, out in the buttfuck boonies with my cousins. I uh, pretty much right at the border of California and Oregon, the Klamath River. Dude, that place is fun as fuck to fish. But anyways, I was on my fucking <laughs> uncle's I was on my uncle's property and I remember fucking using that fucking repeater and I was shooting at a tree with my buddy and I was lining it up for this little target we made and I shot and a bird fucking flew in front of the shot <laughs> oh, and it fucking no. hit the bird. Oh, I fucking no. accidentally shot down a bird. <laughs> oh, I heard the little God. I heard the dude go <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was like, oh no! You dude, just I felt killed so wildlife. Bad. How dare uh, you? So I guess, like, I guess this is, dude. I'm guessing this is one of the main reasons why they want to ban fucking airsoft because it's fucking deadly, dude. You're, you're gonna fucking well, kill everyone, bro. Gun. That was a you're BB gonna gun. fucking That's kill everyone, metal, right? Those were metal BBs, not plastic. Yeah, it, right? it was able to shoot metal yeah, and plastic. Yeah. So it, the only reason why it killed the bird was because it was a metal Both pellet sad. actually yeah. designed to kill people. Or not Soggy, Soggy says that if the bill would pass, that pretty much, like, if an officer saw someone with anything that resembles, like, an airsoft gun, they can just confiscate it. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. That's, that's I don't know. I mean, we kind of <laughs> already have that kind of rules with guns right now. You know, you're driving around with a gun hidden in your car. There's some states that are like, yeah, we're going to take that now. Well, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, a whole different story. If you story. get pulled over. That's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah, that so. it, that is actually a whole different story, because it's like... A majority of states do concealed carry, so if you actually just have it inside your car, either in the glove box or, like, yeah. sitting inside your dashboard right here, then it would be fine. Yeah. But, yeah, some states, they would just say, uh, yeah, sorry, you can't have it concealed. You have to have it out in plain sight. Yeah. Yeah, but that is and a whole And sometimes they story. don't even like that, so. But, I mean, what I think what's crazy California. is that, like, they won't, they won't even, like, allow the orange tip, you know? Because when oh, I was yeah, growing no, they, up, yeah. like, it was, like, it wasn't necessary necessarily like required but because you could take the orange tip off but mm -hmm. like it was kind of like a common courtesy if you're bringing the airsoft gun in public leave the orange tip on so people yep. know that it's fake but yep. like they won't right. even allow that 
They just want to just ban- outright ban airsoft, which I think is absurd. I mean, it's one, it's a hobby. Two, law enforcement use it for training. Mm-hmm. Like airsoft guns and I mean, air law guns enforcement in general isn't are going huge to stop. for training. Law enforcement but, isn't going to stop using that. If it's used for training like that, especially in military, sure they're, they're going they'll, to yeah, keep using no, they'll it. They'll allow it. They'll, well, no, they'll, they'll definitely probably, allow it. Well, the problem is, is if, if it becomes illegal it won't be easy to as own, you won't be yeah. able to buy any. It's just they're yeah. not going to exist anymore. That's and what fucking problem. sucks is the Canadian government actually has been pushing to ban airsoft in general for a long time. Oh, and yes. this is the only way that they actually see an actual like way to get rid of airsoft. Because mm-hmm. before it was just pushed off as like, oh, like the fucking airsofters argument was it's just a game. It's, you know, it's not like we're actually fucking injuring people. And plus, even if you do get injured on the playing field, you do have to sign normally in some, you know, uh, arenas or some areas, some parks. You, you actually have, have to, to sign. sign a miniature. Yeah, yeah you have to yeah, have you sign a sign miniature contract saying, yeah, saying that, hey, yeah. if you do get hurt, it is your fucking fault for being retarded. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, every airsoft uh, place I've gone to, we've always had to sign a waiver that if you get hurt, you know, you're responsible. They're not responsible. Especially when most air, big airsoft groups I've been to, they always lie about their guns. You know, you go walk up to sign <laughs> up. They have you test your gun with a little, uh, yeah, I, f- I forget what it's called yeah, now, yeah. but you shot your... Chrono something? I forget. Yeah. Chronograph or whatever. Yeah. yeah so they, you they, shot, they can shot your thing through it, and it ch- tells you what your FPS is, and then you walk away, and you're like, all right, we're good. And then you look around, and someone who was just behind you in the line, he just walked back to his truck, and he starts ripping his gun apart and put gu- pieces <laughs> back in. And I'm like, it. <sighs> that guy's going to hurt. You wonder why the other thing, too, yeah, the other thing, too, you get out there with the battlefield, they've got thousand plus drum magazines and you just got your little oh, dimpy 10 round right. magazine oh, you're like oh no oh. you know what no hold on <laughs> i saw this video this dude came around with an actual mortar like an actual yes. fucking b yeah. like bb grenade mortar and he would fucking shoot that shit he got like five people with one shot and it was fucking hilarious dude, like when i like right around the time that i stopped playing airsoft was just probably around like 2013 like they started having rpgs grenade like right, like dude. really complicated mm-hmm. grenade launchers mm-hmm. and um like mortars were coming out and then that's when they started the um high pressure airsoft guns the one that used the compressed air that you'd pretty mm-hmm. much rig to your back mm. and that's like the big new thing right now like that's continuously like or can that has been the growing popularity yeah that sounds hmm. I think I saw one a couple of guns went around the time I stopped too. They looked really nice too. They just they're got a little tube nice. going into the stock and then you just that's it. You no yeah, battery but, needed. There's but no that, battery, that there's no gas, of... or you just fill it up and like some kind of I don't no remember. No gas, exactly. motherfucker. No <laughs> gas. No, because you, cause you know like the green gas. Remember green gas? Oh wait a have... minute! So, okay, no, no, never mind. You're talking about an actual like air compressor that they slap yeah. onto their back and then it feeds yeah. it. Okay, that's what you meant. I thought it was like a canteen that they slap on their back and then it feeds. Oh through. no, because you know you had this. <laughs> I was like, what tube. the fuck? Are we talking about like some flamethrower bullshit here? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, almost. You know, like those old <laughs> World War II I mean, flamethrowers that, like. that fucking. That's what they looked like. Uh, yeah, the mm-hmm. big freaking canisters. It strapped to their back. And they'd yeah. have these like decked out M4s. Everyone like feared them because they were like the most accurate high pressured rifles you can find you can adjust the pressure on the go it was one of those things where you didn't have to modify the gun you just walked out in the field and you're like that guy's really far 
<laughs> yeah, it's the coolest. Bro, that would kind of suck though. So like if you're shooting it and then someone runs in front of you, they get one right to the fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Fuck>. it. <laughs> He's dead. He's dead. Down. They were so expensive oh. because you had your typical AEGs, right? Your mm -hmm. electric ones that would run you anywhere from like 150 to the higher ends being like 500. But these HPA I ones know, are like yeah. twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, but I mean, see, that also it. sucks too because it's like they're paying so much for all this equipment, and yet it's not even in. Is it like what? were they gonna re, were they gonna compensate them for it? Like they're just gonna forcefully take it and say, "Here, have some fucking money." Oh yeah, no, they're you definitely mean, like, taking it. You mean like if the bill away. passes? Yeah. It's just done. Yeah, if the bill passes. No, it's just done. You're done. You don't have oh, it. Oh, okay. You're... So they yeah. don't even reimburse you for. No, no. Actual... Why would why would a why would a country government or state government compensate you for things that they're taking away from you? That's not going to happen. No, it's never happened no. in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they had like an airsoft gun buyback program, that would just be weird. That a little bit. But then at the but same time, they had better, that. They they would give you very little back. Yeah, very I mean, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like when I had when when I had my Echo One Scar, that thing cost me probably like two hundred dollars, but I put probably close to a thousand dollars of upgradable internals inside that thing. <laughs> That's what I like, did too. Prometheus <laughs> barrels, new batteries, yeah. new wiring, new hop up system. I Dude. had the, the Scar grenade launcher attached to that. I had two grenades. Like I was decked out. Like I went way too hard in airsoft. <laughs> I want to. I want to tell hard. my story of the last time I played airsoft with my new gun, which is unfortunate. But I bought an M4, and it was just short, normal, and it was pretty. I think yeah, when I first bought it, it was around 300 feet per second, and uh, I decided to upgrade that, and I wanted to make it mm -hmm. more of a sniper rifle. So I put a new grip on it, tight bore barrel, lengthened that thing. I even had to do a bit myself on modifying it because the guy <laughs> I gave it to couldn't get the Picatinny rail to oh, stay yeah. still. It was rotating, and I was I like, why no couldn't you just what the fuck you guys put, a, put a rod in <laughs> and whatnot? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm a fisherman, let, man. I'm let, me hunter, fisherman. <laughs> let me, let me, let yeah, let me just jump forward. Let me, let me, let me just jump forward. don't know what the fuck to do about guns. <laughs> Details I don't need to mention. So I'm just gonna jump forward. So me and a friend went to the uh, big airsoft event in North Carolina. Um, I think it was called Taylorsville. Pretty sure, but at the same time, I can't remember. Um, so we went to that, and I tested my gun. I never had tested it on a, a device, and it said it was 450. And I yeah. think I was using 0.18 gram BBs, so kind of okay. on the light end. Yeah, those um, are light. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, some time went on, and then we were allowed to go out into the field and start fighting. And I went out there to try fight, and my gun quit working for whatever reason. Oh, wow. And so I'm out there trying to shoot this gun, <laughs> and the battery's acting real slow, and then it just stops. And I'm like, I charged my batteries. I know I did. So I go back and I check to see if the batteries are charged. And in the process of me charging the batteries, all of a sudden the cable for the battery wow. going to the motor just rips out easily. No. I'm like, what? What had happened? It melted? It melted. Yep. Oh, so shit. what happened, and this, I took it to someone there. Someone was there to fix guns because, you know, make some bank yeah, they always everyone's have guns. Them, yeah. Yep. So I gave my right. gun to them, and I had to wait like three hours. It was yeah. shitty. Oh, so it's the they, worst feeling. <laughs> they fixed it, and then I was like, all right, here we go. We'll go out again. It fucking did it again when I went out there. 
I what was battery like, what? were you using? Um, I can't remember now, but when I went back, they told me I was not using a powerful enough battery. They were like, here, Wait. have this one. It was something a bit more juice. I don't know what the deal was. I think it was the battery wasn't strong enough to push the motor that I had in it with the spring. Oh, it was okay. overheating it, it was, because, okay. yeah, it just okay. wasn't enough yeah, juice. That would make sense. So I had to put a bigger battery in it, and that's what I did. And this whole debacle that was going on, so they start their event from 8 o'clock in the morning and end it at 5 p.m. Yeah. All right. day long. Um, I wasn't in it until around 3 o'clock. It was Aww. when my gun was finally good to go. <laughs> My friend, <laughs> he was done playing. He was coming back up, and he was like, yo, man, I've been out there all darn day. I got to... I got to go. I'm going to go you sit. And I'm like, break. okay, I'm going, dude. I'm not wasted these last two hours. I go out there, <laughs> and um, I think the team that I was on was losing. Yeah. I can't remember the details, but I went to the center of the field, and the center of the field was called Hamburger Hill. And that is basically like D-Day kind of deal where you got trenches yeah. all over the place um, mm. and they come, enemy comes all around you. And that was literally the last event that was happening to get extra points for my team. I held that point off all by <laughs> myself. I took out, I count 11, but I'm pretty sure there was a lot of people that were also just weren't counting their shots. But oh, I course, held yes. that. And then I come walking back around 5 o'clock, and I'm like, damn, that was one hell of a fight out there. And they're like, your team won. I'm like, what? You guys held the Hamburger Hill. And I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh. Dude, there was, those, outdoor, those outdoor spots were probably the most fun because you had, like, on a good day, 100 people there. So it would be, mm. like, 50 on 50. Mm -hmm. And it would just be mass chaos, just chaos because we went to a, we went to a place and they had like this big huge like almost like wooden castle in the middle and like with like pretend planes and stuff and just mostly wooded area and like everyone would always fight for that castle like no matter what the game mode was yeah. everyone would try and <laughs> they want like, that annex castle. that and it would just be like freaking bb's going off everywhere like you're you're hunkered down like you're trying to reload like your gun like yep. gets screwed up and jammed and you're like freaking out <laughs> like it was so good dude i miss those i, sadly, I miss those days I, I, I can't provide anything else because i never played actual airsoft what damn damn I, dude we gotta damn, get him to do so some sad. airsoft <laughs> we're, gonna, yeah, we're all gonna buy new airsoft equipment and go to like one of those huge military events that are like a weekend oh, yes. long they have the technicals they have the rocket launchers You're out there in the butt fuck open <laughs> like yeah. they're shooting off blanks to make it sound real just do 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 yeah, yeah dude they have like open. some crazy stuff at these like dude, they're at cool. military bases mm -hmm. run by like veterans Mm -hmm. And they literally have technicals, mm -hmm. like the trucks, the four, the the pickup trucks with the with the heavy machine gun on the back, and they roll yes. in and they're shooting off smoke grenades and like like four story buildings that kind of looks like Daisy, and it's just like crazy. Like <laughs> I would got, love to go to one of those one day. I've got another story, and this was through my uh, previous boss. Uh, this one's a paintball story. So paintball? what happened? Yeah. Um, since we're kind of on that subject. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so he used to be in the military. Um, yeah. and he was a high ranking, I guess. I don't remember what he said he was, but he was kind of a leader of a team and, um, he had his group and I can't remember how many people he said. I think it was 10. He had a platoon. I think it was. 
It's been a long time since I talked to him. And anyway, so they would go out there and practice with their uh, pistol paintball guns and do yeah. close quarter combat and stuff and whatnot. And um, one day a passerby of kids come by and they're like, hey, can we join you in on that game? And they're like, well, if you think we can beat us, because, you know, they're all high and mighty military guys trained in all this shit. And they're like, mm-hmm. ah, go ahead. We'll beat we'll, we'll rub them in the dust or some shit like that. And they're like, cool. So they leave for an, about an hour or two and come back and they jump out of their minivan and they are <laughs> the they come out all decked <laughs> out, sniper rifles, big cannons and shit. And they're like, pistols and they're like oh no <laughs> <laughs> i mean hey no story. you can do well with the pistol dude you can, like, you can do, more, you can do with the know. pistol Heavily but unarmed. moral of the story they got wiped out the yeah my boss's team <laughs> they were yeah. like they were saying that they were like okay go and as soon as they walk around the corner they get dinked i'm like what <laughs> yeah that's your fucking fault man <laughs> that's what you get oh. for only doing pistols <laughs> Oh, and Soggy Big Mac says that uh, there was a airsoft uh, playfield that uh, was near him, and it was like it had a bunch of towers and it was forested, and unfortunately it closed down since it was open oh. only opening in the summer, and it had they mm. had to sell out. Yeah, that's so sad because I was actually looking up a yeah. lot of the airsoft places around here, and because of the pandemic and everything, most of them closed. That's kind of yeah, yeah. what happened with um, Taylorsville as well. Um, oh, but so sad. if anything, though. If anything, though, like with everyone's masks and helmets and stuff, like mm. I would expect that you'd actually be able to actually go there, you know, and just kind of play with, you know, like especially, a black or some shit like that on. Especially the ones that are out in the open, like in the woods. Yeah. The one that yeah, I yeah, went yeah, to, they just had a giant grass field with a yeah. couple of roads in it for us to go and park in and sleep. So we were never really next to anybody. So what's the big deal? But, you know, everybody's. It's regulations just, can't. They just couldn't yeah. do it. It's, yeah. That sucks. I mean, because one of the one of the places that I used to go to all the time called Steel City Airsoft is permanently closed, and there's probably not coming back. Damn. Ah. Yeah, it just sucks. Because I mean, like I grew up pretty much going there with me and my buddies. Like, I have never freaking... been to an indoor one. I want to. No, so dude, badly. the indoor ones were amazing. So, so just a quick story here. Me and <laughs> my foot. buddies, there was there was <laughs> I saw that there was four of us. Was that my foot? <laughs> that was your <laughs> foot. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was my foot or not. I was yeah. like, what the fuck just happened? I saw it in the corner of my eye. Just like, yoga fuck? pose on us, bro. <laughs> but it's not my fault. Anyway, there was four of us at the time. And we, okay, just to give you a layout. So there was just, just a bunch of hall, random wooden hallways through this place. And on each end of it, there were towers. So you had a tower here and a tower here that went downstairs. And then like all these little you know, crevices and like little places, little tiny buildings you could go to. But our team consisted of four of us, but we were so freaking cracked at airsoft that we would not be beat. We had comm systems. So we would communicate and just wreck everyone to the point where the, (laughs) the owners, not the owners, but like the, um, the refs, they were Mm. like, okay, you four get in the, get in the tower and you hold it for as long (laughs) as possible. And they gave us like a time and we just freaking slaughtered everyone. Like, no one could get through <laughs> us. We were just too freaking cracked at it. It was just, like, ridiculous. <laughs> we uh, took it too seriously. We had, way too seriously. had the walkie-talkies with, like, the the, the Militech comm systems. It was just... Too, we spent too much money as kids. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. 
I didn't spend enough. <laughs> yeah, honestly, um, I, if I could have, I would have spent so much more. I, I remember my favorite and, story out of my Airsoft stuff. Early in the career, <laughs> we were buying Walmart guns and yes. just pump guns. <laughs> Ooh, that's all simple, that's clear all guns. Yeah, the you clear know, ones. Cheap, cheap, cheap. <laughs> and so it, this was me and two other friends, and we went to the one friend's house. And he had a good amount of field for us to go and run around in. And since the airsoft ones are cheap and <clears throat> have hardly any velocity, like less than 100 feet per second. Uh, right. It's just spring-loaded. Yeah. It's, it's not the <laughs> best. Um, but my friend had the nice idea of setting traps. And one of the traps Trap. he did was, uh, you know those little uh, rock poppers that you throw at the ground or throw at something yeah. they pop. Oh, yep. Yeah. Okay, so he had like makers? a yeah. yeah, he had a packet of those things and he was like just put these in between some rocks. <laughs> and these will be landmines. <laughs> oh, that's and, so smart. Yeah, and there was Dude. uh there was a a couple of the traps. I can't remember what they were, but that one's the important one. So, we had two rounds of this. The first one was we had to capture the flag. So we all started at the far ends of the field, and then we ran to the center to get the flag. And then the second round was you have to defend that flag from the other two. So the first round goes off, and so I just was like, screw it, and I booked it. I just started running for that flag. I was like, one man is like super uh, serious, and he likes to be hunkered down and whatnot yeah the other one's just mm -hmm. he's a big boy he's he's chill too so he's just gonna walk out in the open he's kinda, a big boy just gonna be walking <laughs> yeah. around just kind of all right mm -hmm. who wants the juggernaut <laughs> yeah that's pretty much what it was oh, so <laughs> i booked it for that flag i got the flag and then i went back to someone else's base because i was supposed to go to someone else's start point to confirm the mm. capture of the flag and it was like 20 minutes of me just sitting at their base. And they're like, where the hell the flag go? And I'm like, I have it right here. <laughs> and then they gave me the nickname Lafitte because Lafitte. I ran. <laughs> he ran. Because so I the, ran. So the second round, the defender was allowed to set up the traps. So I set up one of the traps. Mm. And, of course, I set up the landmine. And I remember sitting there after the round starts just waiting for them to come for uh -oh. me and i see the one friend coming at me uh -oh. oh fade's breaking uh, uh, oh god. i can't i can't move oh god. i can't move <laughs> oh fuck happened? all right I, i'm going over here i'll be right back i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh dude what the fuck <laughs> um so anyway I remember sitting there watching the one friend coming at me, and I don't know where the big boy was, but I remember hearing a popping sound going off, and uh -oh. I was like, that was the landmine. <laughs> so after that round, I remember going up to my friend, and I asked him, I was like, did you die by the landmine? And he goes, yeah, I was just kind of doing my thing, and I saw a rock, and I was like, ooh, rock, pow! And he's like, no! <laughs> what? Did he know? He, they knew, obviously, that there were landmines, Oh, yeah, right? he knew there were going to be landmines, but he, he wanted just... wanted to see if it was it. He just was, didn't expect me to do the most obvious rock in the field. Yeah, right? <laughs> Oh. It's like, but it, that's great. <laughs> those, those are the good times. I, weirdly enough, in the amount of time I've played Airsoft, when the amount of money you spend, or uh, I'm using the wrong choice of words here, more veteran style 
um, yeah. Airsoft actually kind of felt a slightly more boring to me. Because, uh, you know, you're decked out with all this awesome oh, gear. Oh, you mean if you were And you're just to go, loaded like, super, down. Yeah. Uh, it just seemed more boring and more serious for me, kind of like a ranked game. And, yeah. And uh, as you know me, I don't like ranked. Well, that's, that's actually a good point because I remember a few years ago watching a video on YouTube of a few veterans. They, they just um, were honorably discharged. They wanted to, you know, get an airsoft because they all thought it might be something fun for them to do. <laughs> And they just wanted to do it for fun. And what they found out about a large portion of the community is that they take it so freaking seriously. Yes. And yes like, do. you have to like be tactical. You have to like pretend like you're actually in the military and it wasn't about fun. It was about like superiority. And it was just yep. like, I was watching this video, like what the heck? Like we, as like my group, we wanted to like look the part. Cause you know, it's pretty much cosplaying at that point, like LARPing. Yeah, right. But we never were really <laughs> like, Oh, you have to be in formation. There's no superior. Just we're here to have fun. We're just like shoot, shoot people and you know have a good time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's that brings up a, yeah, that's that's good. To, you know, like because like, like what are you gonna the do? The early times with the Walmart guns. I swear I've had so much more fun. <laughs> oh yeah, the Goonie games you did. Like I remember this one time I was over at my buddy's house and this his neighbor came over like this like older guy probably like 40 and he wanted to play with us <laughs> he like oh. gets his fucking <laughs> he gets his pickup truck and you just like he just driving in circles right like yeah not like doing anything crazy and like you just see my buddy in like the back and we're all shooting up the car and the guy's driving yes. getting shot up and he's cracking up like this stupid <laughs> shit like that it was probably yes. the most fun like ridiculous now, if my mom heard that, she'd probably kill me, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> She's not watching yeah, right now, is she? <laughs> no, I hope not. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Hi, man. So I guess he uses a Claymore. The Claymores were super cool. We had those a lot in the um, the indoor <clears throat> arenas. Now, Soggy, um, did you guys have the the sound grenades? Like, do you guys use those? Have you ever used those? The sound no. grenades. The concussion grenades. Oh my gosh, dude. I hated those so much. So all they were were CO2. You remember the CO2 canisters, the little oh, ones yeah. for the CO2 guns? Well, it looked like a regular kind of like um the cylindrical grenades and you would put it in. And what it would do is just leak, like purposefully leak until it mm-hmm. built up enough pressure that the container was in would just explode. Mm-hmm. The ones with the blasting caps. Um, yeah, maybe? yeah, I, I never I used them because I hated them. But in the indoor arenas, it was terrible because I will never forget the one time you would hear them pop off and they're in indoors mm-hmm. horribly loud, right? Oh, yeah, no, that shit would And echo. then I'm hiding behind just like a box, like just this big wooden box, and I hear tink, 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 and I look down, and it's one of them, and oh, it just goes. God. And I had yeah. I had one of those like uh, I forget peacock not peacock um the paratrooper helmets like that had mm-hmm. the RES rails on it so like it uh, just yeah. echoed just echoed and I was just like so disoriented because it was so uh, loud I got like legit concussed <laughs> I'm like stumbling back to their yeah spot I remember it was horrible dude I hated it I hated Jesus. it Jesus I remember seeing those in, actually in one of the gun stores that I used to have nearby me they were. These plastic one-time use things that you stuck the CO2 yeah. can in, you pull the yes. thing and you throw it and it just blows yes. up. I was like, that's, at first I was like, that's a lot of money to be wasting on one thing. And at the same time, if you're going to use an entire CO2 can, that's loud. 
Dude, it was so loud. Like indoor in a warehouse, it was horribly loud. Like I was genuinely confused and dazed after that thing went off. But it was awesome. Yeah. Like I hated that's, it. That's <laughs> awesome, but at the same time, that's for a, an airsoft thing that's supposed to be chill for the most part. That's too much. Yeah. <laughs> that's taking a I step too the, far. I hated when people brought them. So he says, my buddy accidentally used a blank indoors once for his grenade launcher thinking he was using airsoft grenades. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was probably loud. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I had. See, I didn't use that. I had the one grenade um, that you you filled it up with green gas and you put your bbs on two sides of it so mm -hmm. kind of like went in like a circle so yeah. when you pull the pin and as soon as it made contact with something it just forced the bbs out and it would spin so oh. it was really cool yeah so like it would actually yeah. do something and you could reuse it you just had to remember when you took the pin out to put it in your pocket yeah <laughs> that was it but it yeah. was super cool super cool now did you run did you get run low mid or high caps High cap mags. I was very random depending on what I was doing. Uh, if I wanted to try to be hardcore sniper, especially when I was gaming with my friends at, at their properties with the sniper I had, they forced me to uh, only use low cap mags. So yeah. I remember using a magazine that was only 10 rounds. And I was like, I got to be That's real, crazy. a little sensitive with this. They wouldn't allow yeah. me to use the 300 round mags because if I slap that thing to high, and if I was using the point twenty five gram BBs, none of my friends touched me. <laughs> well, the, the, those high caps were just ridiculous because you never had to reload. You just had to twist it, right? You just do the, twist like, the little thing on the bottom to tighten up the spring and you just go. Yeah. I don't know why I loved it, but I've always used the low cap, the 30 round mags for my scar. And I had eight of them, the Magpul ones. And it was just so fun <laughs> to just, you know, reload, dump, reload, yeah. dump. And like, you're like, okay, I've been in this match. I haven't gotten hit yet. I'm running out of mags. I got three left. And you would just yeah. really like carefully choose your targets. It just made, added a whole aspect to it. It was oh, real yeah. fun. Um, I remember watching my friend who had a scar. And he just hunkered down on the ground. And he's just pulling the tr trigger for fully auto and just to keep <laughs> yeah, that thing that, going. That <laughs> <laughs> just, just lay it down rip. fire. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I miss it. I miss Mid -cap. it. Which one was mid cap? That that one I don't know. Those sure. are like the hundred or the hundred rounders, I think. Oh, because your high just... caps are like the three hundred. Yeah, okay. three hundred round max plus. <clears throat> yeah, I think I have a couple of those mid caps. Eh, just crazy. I still have no idea what you guys are talking about. So, okay, so the low cap max. Well, no, I, like... I know, I know, like I, I know what you guys are talking about, but it's like I have no fucking experience with anything. That, we were i'm just like well it we sounds like me and odd were on like the same kind of level as far as like yeah how as into as airsoft we were at the time yeah, yeah basically i'll explain high cap magazines they're looking at a normal ak-47 magazine there is a spring on the bottom of it that you twist kind of like a little wind-up car and you just right. fill this magazine mm. up with BBs, and that little spring keeps on feeding the BBs up into mm. the magwell of the Oh, gun. so, okay, so, like, one half of it is just full of randomly yeah, sorted like BBs, reservoir. and then one section, okay, I see. Yep. Yeah, I see. Yep. And then and it just it keeps just feeding like BBs. carry it to the, to the top, so just continuously recycle. And I had a little, like, uh, gear at the bottom that you would just push forward, so it would just go... Yep. And keep going. All right, that makes sense then. And then the mid caps yeah. were just one spring, and then the low caps yeah. were just 
the same deal except just yeah just one way less kind of like an actual <laughs> it just you picture it as like a regular magazine like in a real one mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. just a spring just goes down super super low all right wow what's we soggy have talked Mac? about airsoft for like 75 percent of this podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> look it's fine all right i Call love it. i can keep going nice. i can keep going oh i, I know we going. can <laughs> all right what's big Mac so, say um yeah one guy Bro. bought a pair of those GPNVGs, like the quad tubes, to an airsoft match, and you can guess what happened on the first lights out match. I don't oh. know what that is. <laughs> NVGs. Uh, it, it go GoPro NVGs. Yeah. Okay. So oh, night so vision much, goggles. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's not it's not like the whole fucking expensive. Oh, they flip down from your helmet. Yeah. No, it's like I think it was like one of those. Dude, people uh, would buy those though. Yeah. Oh, dude, like those, I've seen yeah. people those, have them. Like. I'll admit, I will definitely fu- if I can afford it, I will fucking get myself a pair of those. Yeah, I'll just kind of chill, just outside, fucking fishing on the bank, fucking just chilling <laughs> there, seeing what the fuck I can see. And I'm like, dude, this is nice. <laughs> fucking watch a bear come up and almost fucking gank my eyes. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> suck my nut, fucking bear. You can't see me. You probably smell Oops. me though, because I smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit real real night vision goggles so they spent some wow. serious money oh, okay. then <laughs> yeah that's like a easily like couple grand right there yeah i, God, I, I remember i wanted to get so much in, more into airsoft where i was like willing to like save up for some of this high tech yeah. gear like i wanted it so bad so bad i <laughs> also did <laughs> but then but then i discovered that video games are a lot of fun too and i still haven't yes, got out yes. of it. Oh, <laughs> Dude, fucking great. You're still addicted to Elite Dangerous. Yes, you are. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck it's you, all right? It's a great game. Dude, it we is almost a got great game. someone But you don't a... play with us. You play shit pecs, okay? Yeah. Get out I of like, here. I like shit pecs, okay? I'm kind oh, of addicted shit to pecs. it. Right? <laughs> Fuck you. We almost got someone from the Drunken Spartans to play Elite Dangerous with us, too. And I remember hey, talking look, with look, them, look too. Look who it is. Look who it is, oh? dude. <laughs> I lost. <laughs> I lost. Um. Uh, anyway, so we got one person from the Drunken Spartans getting ready to join in on us. I just got a message. Oh, who's getting them? Right? Who's gonna bring it's Marwin, them? Right? Yeah, Marwin. Who's gonna bring them from the starting yeah. area to BD plus fifty? Well, see, I okay. I I, I know I keep on saying that I'm grinding out for a fucking fleet carrier, but I really think I'm just gonna fucking gun it today, and because. I'm not gonna lie, it's actually pretty fucking easy to get up to 500 mil. Like, yeah, it only takes... 5 billion, 6 billion. Well, yeah, yeah, well, see, here's the thing. I only need really 5 billion, because if I wanted to get all the fancy shit, I could just upgrade that later. I could just get the 5 billion, True. buy the fleet carrier, head on out, pick the idiots up, and then drag them over to BD-50. Yeah, That's but then you true. need the maintenance... The main the cost of maintenance on that thing is is hell of expensive, right? So you probably really no. Actually, actually, it's weekly, like real life weeks, on how you pay it. So it's only a couple mil, like forty mil, uh, sixty that's, mil. That's a lot a of week. mil. Yeah, but he's actually, saying that he's not. making five hundred million in like probably what four hours. Yeah, pretty much. That's so so I'm, act, so that's not too I'm bad, doing actually. I. I, I do trade looping, and ever since I got the cutter, I moved from six hundred or 768 tons to 790 tons of cargo. So now, pretty much per jump, I'm making, on average, 
five to nine million credits per jump. For how long's per jump? Less than a minute. Literally a minute. like thirteen light years. Okay. So how long does it take you to get all your, your cargo and complete the trade? Complete a Grab full Grab cargo, loop. charge yeah. up, jump out, get to system, fly to system for like maybe five minutes, whatever. Oh, so it's like yeah, maximum. That's super fast. And that's then super get, fast. get to the station, sell, grab, jump out at the system, another five, ten minute flight sell buy it's just that constant loop and again okay. i'm making per jump around five to nine mil like i'll s grab like a full fucking cargo thing of silver and that all sells for 11 million and when i'm going back to the other station to get the silver again i just buy another thing called like bertranite or whatever the fuck yeah and that sells for three mil at the station that's 14 mil in two jumps huh that's not bad yeah not yeah bad. It's, it's no missions, money. no nothing, just fucking in and out. And huh. you get trade ranking as well. So, yeah, dude, I'm already tra I'm already elite rank. I'm able to fucking hit over to fucking Jameson Memorial, and that's how I got my cutter. I just went over to Jas Jameson Memorial, got that fucking ten percent discount. Let's go. Hell huh. yeah. <laughs> well, how about this odd? Mm. Because like we're already like fifty two minutes in. Tell me about this this uh, station that you uh, mentioned. Yeah, in the no, beginning, that radio I have no is, idea about yeah. it, and I want to know. <laughs> okay quick description of it uvb-76 also known by the nickname the buzzer is a shortwave radio station that broadcasts on frequencies 4625 and 4810 kilohertz it broadcasts I have no a idea short... what that means bring it down to like english <laughs> okay <laughs> it's a shortwave radio station which is basically uh, a big it basically put a signal throughout the entire world of a radio station. And that kilohertz It's the numbers, the Mason! Channel. What do they mean? The channels. <laughs> it's the channel, basically. You know how you're changing from like right. 107.2 on your FM yeah, yeah, radio? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is basically AM, and you set it to uh, 4625 and 48810. Uh, anyway... Um, it broadcasts a short monotonous buzz tone, probably pronounced that really wrong, uh, <laughs> repeating at a rate of approximately 25 tones per minute, 24 hours per day. Sometimes the buzzer uh, signal is interrupted and a voice transmission in Russia, Russian takes place. The start date of the broadcasting is disputed. However, it, it, it was allegedly reported to start broadcasting sometime in the 1970s and still broadcasting today. As far as we know, that station is abandoned. There is a story, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, I tried to find it, I'm very sorry about that, but uh, he went to go try to look at the station, this abandoned radio tower. So he went up to the fence, he's cutting the barbed wire, and he mm -hmm. noticed, uh, heard someone come running up. And so he ducked down into the bushes. And as he sees a lady in, uh, dressed up for running, pushing a baby cart, baby stroller. Hmm. And um, he nothing's wrong with it at first, but he notices there's no baby. So he huh. puts that behind uh. him and he goes into the station. As he's going into the station, he notices a man riding a bike through the station and into the field. And he's like, okay, that's probably nothing. I probably just entered in the bad spot of the station. He keeps going. 
And then he looks back and the guy's gone. What the he, heck? From the story that I heard this from, he didn't find anything in the station other than just an abandoned building and a radio tower. So but this was there any tower. radio equipment? Mm-mm. There's nothing left. So where's the source of the frequency? Wow, what? So it, like, it where's can't the source? Be, like what's what's like, broadcasting? What's weird there, there is there has to be radio equipment, right? Like it has to be there really has to be know. radio equipment for it to be broadcast as something like this. But the other thing is as well, every time they try to trace it back to the location, they traced it to this first spot probably, I think they said 15 years ago, finding it out that it was in Russia. But in the last 10 years now, when they try to trace it again, it's moved two times. So in a way, it might not even be that proper station. Hmm. The one that they're so talking the about. the source is moving, and it's moved mm -hmm. twice. Yeah, no, I agree with Soggy. Yeah, it's an SCP. Yeah, this yeah, is this SCP, shit's an SCP, dude. dude. Yeah, this is <laughs> fucking easy. Well, see, I didn't man. know about they that. Fuck, they actually, fucked they up. They fucked up. They fucked up. Camera's over here. <laughs> Forgot. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck the camera. <laughs> fuck the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I didn't know that though. So it. The, so since I already said this buzzes every 25 times every minute, but as it gets interrupted, it gets has a Russian voice in it, just randomly. Mm -hmm. um, but last year in 2020, it actually had a lot of interruptions. Uh, I believe this site is showing me at least 10 different it's ones. It's like the coronavirus. It started, the coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> it started coronavirus. It started coronavirus. You're telling me this started. It, the SPC, man. The coronavirus <laughs> is not regular. It is an SCP. We're fucked. <laughs> We're fucked. 100%. I can guarantee it. Fucking me and Soggy, bro. Site 15 has been breached. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not site... No, I know what Site 15 is. I'm pretty fucking sure I know what Site 15 is. Hold on, Soggy, correct me if I'm wrong. Site 15 is the fucking red pool, right? With, like, the mysterious red pool shit. <laughs> hell yeah. Because those are interesting. He says hell yeah. But, um... Yeah, that, that's it? Yeah, no, mm -hmm. dude, that... that is a very creepy fucking story because dude so many random fucking scp like many like sub variants come out of that pool like mm -hmm. it is fucking creepy so i would not doubt it if fucking coronavirus came out of that shit <laughs> wouldn't doubt it either <laughs> nope so um, so are there any theories on like what it actually is there's several of course um one of them uh is that it's more of a um <clears throat> they're trying to communicate with their agents. So every time they cut out and then they start saying something about uh, their random words and numbers, um, it's a one-time... numbers. Yeah. I fucking knew it. It's a one-time code for their agents. That, that's okay. one of the speculations. Uh, another one, and I wouldn't doubt that this one's the case... It's actually a fallback plan for nuclear fallout. And what I mean by that <laughs> is the buzzing is a good thing. We want it to buzz because if it stops buzzing, that means all human life is gone or nuclear war has started. So it's if the buzzing stops, oh, that means it'll yeah, launch yeah, yeah. some nukes to the rest of the world. That's so it's a kill switch. 
is basically a kill switch. So if the source is destroyed, then it's like, I guess like. Oh yeah, maybe... no, yeah, that would, yeah, no, that would make sense because like if if a surprise attack, you know, hits fucking Russia, then that signal is knocked out from that said quote unquote surprise attack. Follow. Then it'd be like, all right, well, fuck you, counter fu everyone, fuck everyone. I don't basically. know, I don't know who the fuck yeah. it was. Yeah. Fuck yes. everyone and everything. It's basically a fuck <laughs> everyone counter uh, protocol. But the thing is, too, the the problem with that speculation is <laughs> it's not consistent enough <laughs> i just right. saw the yeah. follow gif i just for the first time i just saw the follow dance that you have <laughs> <laughs> i need to do a better job at it but i'm too lazy no, no Sorry, it's guys. fucking <laughs> beautiful it's <laughs> perfect i've never seen right. it yet. you never showed me I totally did show you. You, you just know, forget you way me. too often. No, you told me. You told me. You never showed me it. Never showed me it. So I just saw it. I just started cracking up. Um, but the the problem with that fallback plan is that in a way it has to be consistent. And in the last right. fifteen years, the consistency of the buzzings changed a lot. Uh, if I can remember what year it was or find it here. Um, the buzzer changed its frequency, I think, back in 2010. It was still buzzing oh, before, but it's changed the way it sounded just a good bit. Huh. But and So that means it's still being updated. It's still being updated. Has anyone ever tried to, like, translate it? Like, someone oh, who yeah. speaks Russian? Um, what do the they get? Pro the problem is, is he's too... He's not understandable. You hear it in Russian, but you can't make anything out. Um, because it's like muffled or yeah it's basically muffled or uh i can't think of the word that they used um ah but they can't understand it basically they can hear the huh. numbers for the most part oh maybe it's code Is it's it basically like code? code words yeah okay. that's that's okay. the thing um huh. let's see which was it i actually have a video brought up of the last one on August 22nd of 2020. This was last year. For about eight minutes long, the buzzer gets cut off with a very long voice message. Um, I can play it if we message? want. What was the voice? What did it say? It's just like I said. It's codes, it's code. long messages. Can it's you just play some of it? Repeating numbers and whatnot. Yeah, I can play some. Uh, you guys will only like, be able to hear know, it on stream. Like I don't know. Yeah. Well, I can. Yeah, I can, I'll turn up the stream. And here we go. Well, I, I want to hear this. For like, Anyway, so that goes on for about eight minutes or and eleven seconds. That sounds like number. I don't speak Russian, but I heard Nikolai. I definitely times. heard Nikolai quite a few times, and uh, I heard that <laughs> plenty of times before myself. Yeah, no, so, yeah, Saki said he uh, heard Nikolai as well. Yeah, yeah, Nikolai. Let's see here. I want to. You think it's a hoax? You think it's just like someone fucking with us? I wouldn't doubt that that's what it is, is someone fucking with us. But here's yeah. the thing. 
why would somebody do that joke for 30 years plus? Yeah, okay. Well, okay. You, also, you also have to understand, uh, there is also a running joke between all the world's militaries. Um, <clears throat> more or less, it kind of goes the same general way, just, we you know, kind of updates with each different fucking country. Mm -hmm. uh, first, it was in World War II. Uh, it was like a quote-unquote... Uh, radio communication between the American na or British Navy and a French uh, lighthouse mm -hmm. on an island. And fucking it was like, oh, you know, uh, the lighthouse contacts the French Navy. He's like, hey, uh, we see you on radar, yada, yada, yada. Uh, we're going to need you to divert your course fit, uh, by negative 15 degrees to avoid collision. And then the Navy's like, oh, yeah, uh, well, we advise you to move to divert your course by <laughs> negative 15 degrees as we're off towards a fucking you know some kind of strike thing or whatever the fuck right and then they go back and forth right they're like no you need to do it no you need to do it no you need to do it and then next thing you know the french navy's like all right uh you need to do it and we're escorted by two care two carriers what uh four destroyers uh five escorts and numerous support ships of the french <laughs> navy and then the fucker on the lighthouse is like i'm escorted by my dog my friend <laughs> two beers supported by like fucking 20 to 40 feet of concrete lighthouse building and i don't know what my ranking is in the rankings of fucking lighthouses <laughs> but if you do not divert your course by negative 15 degrees uh good fucking luck and then the navy's <laughs> like, like crash diverting course island. by negative 15 degrees have a good day and then they fucking yeah. do it and the same thing and now there's a new video that was posted oh, out man. a couple months ago of the u.s navy talking to the spanish coast and it was fucking hilarious yeah and, but and that, that is a running uh joke going on between all the world's militaries for how many years now so yeah. i wouldn't doubt it if someone was fucking around with us with that tower um, Big Mac, you mentioned something about the Cold War. This tower, or this radio tower, was established in the Cold War, so you wouldn't be wrong on that aspect. Oh, yeah, no! Yeah, he does have a point, yeah. Fucking, just some random fucking Russians just chilling out in a bunker, like, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they got blown up yeah, I and mean, then became ghosts and transmitted the signal dude, anyways. <laughs> like, well, no, no, you also have to understand there is actually a story of the few, like, there are three Russian scientists, or not Russian scientists, but Russian uh, uh, military officers that were actually chilling in those uh, control rooms for the missile silos, yep. and they prevented their uh, nuclear response uh thing to you know they stopped it from going off like three times like three times they almost accidentally fucking launched a nuclear attack on us huh. yeah and so and like like soggy says they might have been like a couple of guys might have just been hunkered up in a bunker at a you know fucking for how, who knows how long and they got the fucking call saying oh shit we're about to fucking launch so they locked down and they haven't heard a signal back since because the dude you know narrowly fucking I uh, stopped it, and they just forgot to fucking, you know, call back or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -mm. That would make sense. <laughs> I don't know. I think the whole, like, kill switch thing probably makes the most sense. Is Maybe it's not necessarily, like, a nuke, but it's 
like a permanent message by the Russian military to let certain outposts or checkpoints know like the main or whatever operations going on is still yeah. going on. Keeping and they just have to pre- periodically just, you know, continuously check. Who knows? It could just be like a comm check. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just a constant like pinging of each yeah, communication that's, tower, uh, just making sure everything's still working. That's the thing that I learned uh, earlier today when looking at some more information on this was that's the thing America does is every 10 minutes you're supposed to do a comm check letting everyone know who you are. Yeah. And I'm betting right. that's the same deal that's going on with this as well. Every time they cut out and start doing uh, messages and numbers with voices, mm-hmm. um, that is them confirming that there's who they are. Yeah. Especially when they so say I, Nikolai. Yeah, Nikolai. <laughs> yeah, Nikolai. who knows? <laughs> I mean, that very well could what it could be. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. You know, it would make sense. It could be the kill switch. Yep. Too, as it well. could I be a know. kill switch. It oh. could be a kill switch. Uh, coronavirus started, though. But it is really strange <laughs> to see that it had been cut out quite a bit yeah. during last year. That is right. kind of weird. But no, it would actually also kind of both not but make sense that it would be cutting off because of the whole start of the coronavirus. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, fuck, you know, they might have to cut it off and stop doing it here and there as far because as I know, there are not as many people doing it. You know, As far mm-hmm. as I, I saw today, um, the farthest I could go back was in February of when it started out because they would give you a message every year and it would be short. Right. Uh, and that was normal since 2010 when the buzzing changed. Um, mm. Because before, prior to that, it was just buzzing. It never really had voices. Right. So I could see that being a possibility because that's when the pandemic really hit was around February. Hmm. Huh. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Cells. Um, and you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of wondering, like, if we did get nuked to high hell, would we go along the path of fallout? Would we go yes. along the path of Metro Exodus, or would we go along the path of Wolfenstein? Well, um, but like you know, obviously not Nazis. Well, you got to think about when you start talking about nuclear fallout. Think about Chernobyl and how nasty. Well, no, 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 that no, no, no. I'm talking about like I'm talking about like in like the kind of like a game universe. Like which kind of game universe would we divert to? Like which kind of path? I think yeah, it'd be I mean, more like Fallout. I more think like it would Fallout be more like Fallout. Or, you know, I don't know, because Exodus, besides, like, the whole, like, paranormal, like, aspect to it and, and everything, um, is very plausible. Right. Did you yeah. play all the Metro games? Uh, actually, I didn't play all the Metro games, but there was this one dude who was breaking down the anatomy of the uh, creatures that are in Metro, uh, in the newest one, I think it was, the newest Metro yeah. uh, game. And it was, like... It's actually very, very possible for humans to actually evolve naturally into those types of beings because uh, they were only they only had four fingers, and technically we are actually losing our pinky finger. Like that's why when you try to move your pinky finger, your ring finger moves with it sometimes, or when you try to move your ring finger, your pinky moves with it. So those nerves are fusing together. So we're actually losing a finger genetically, huh? Like oh, slowly over time, and. Uh, random fact of the day from fade <laughs> yeah ra- random fact of the day from fucking fade you, you, yeah the stalker the fucking the big tall black motherfuckers that just fucking and all over the place yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. fucking uh but yeah it, it yeah it, it's fucking yeah but i, I yeah, think yeah, i think if yeah. like if 
tomorrow the United States was nuked and like we're gonna set up a scenario. I think we would have like a fallout situation or honestly if I think about it, I think Metro would probably be more likely. Because probably. obviously like Fallout, you know, no the government doesn't I mean they might have like bunkers and programs. We don't know for the elite, but it's not like mm-hmm. everyone's gonna rush into a bunker and then boom, you know. Yeah. Metro Exodus was pretty much um the Russian government wanted to kind of keep a very small secluded and pretty much f- telling the, commu- the the citizens that Russia was the only thing left. But like mm. in reality, in the beginning of the game, you find out that there's actually communities and people from like all over the world that are still alive. But like, the <laughs> Russian government was hiding the fact that everyone was alive and, and Russia was the only thing alive. Hmm. Um, hmm. I think Metro probably be. <laughs> that makes me think of Dishonored. Dishonored is a great game, and you can get Dishonored it free now. Game, game Pass. Hell yeah! But <laughs> no, Dishonored is um, one of those games where everyone's. Um, Why does that sound familiar? Because you've uh, heard of it. It's the game where. Fuck! How do I explain it? It's like you're that assassin. You have. You're basically an assassin on. with a mask that. Uh, is being accused oh, of killing Oh, that game. A, no, yeah, I've seen yeah. that. I've seen that. I've seen a lot of that game in fucking Game Sprout. You know, the motherfuckers just doing trick shots and shit. Stalker and the game. I don't know nothing about that one. Yeah, I don't know Stalker too much about old, that one either. Stalker was an old kind of post-apocalyptic game uh, for PC years ago. I think I have uh, that game. Okay, I just never played it. You probably one do. Of, one of the, Most like, people played it. hundred games I have in my Steam playlist that I haven't played. <laughs> You got like 209, dude. You don't even fucking play like half of them. Well, that's what happens mm-hmm. when you own a PC and you have Steam sales. You buy games because it's like a dollar. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> There's a meme that I have saved on my phone somewhere where it's uh it's a kid and his dad going into the store and then the dad's like or the kid's like, "Oh, free game. Grab it." And his dad grabs it and he goes, "You don't play this." And he's like, "Yeah, okay. Put it in the cart." Is you hate this genre. That's cool. Put it in the cart. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Put it in the fucking cart. It's free, motherfucker. It's free. <laughs> I might get into it. Who knows? You Why does no the fucking idea. can keep appearing? Uh, I don't know, because the can wants know. to appear. <laughs> Come here, motherfucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> goodbye. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. As... For those who have not heard the broadcast of the buzzer, do we want to hear it for 30 seconds or so? Uh, then we already play it. That was not the buzzer. That was them getting cut out. That was the, uh, with yeah. the message. Oh, the yeah, play it, play it, thing. play it, play it, play it. All right. Yeah, what does it sound like? You don't hear anything? Oh, shit. Sorry. We don't, we don't fucking told hear me. shit, dude. We're, Damn it, We're dude. sitting here in <laughs> silence waiting for it. We're like, where the fuck's it at, bro? <laughs> Sorry. I forgot I muted it so that I could try oh, to find it, it. Early, earlier. Whoops. Nice. My bad. I'm the best streamer ever. <laughs> All right, now it's playing.
That's kind of creepy. That's mm -hmm. very creepy. Balls. All right. Um, very unsettling. So the first time yeah. I heard that, I was I was creeped out for a half a second too because you know the stories of it are very up in the air. Um, yeah. Right. But earlier today, I found a video of a guy who almost replicated it with an old World War II cable testing box. Huh. And what that that box is, as far as I know, he didn't give me details of it, but I'm only assuming that it tests the integrity of the cable that they use for radio signals. And that box sounded very similar to the buzzing sound, except that seemed more solid while his sounded more rough. Yeah. But it was very similar. And he adjusted the frequency in the hertz. or He didn't adjust any frequency in hertz. He adjusted because what it was is it was more of like a a motor in it that was kind of making a weird sound when he put a certain voltage to it. So once he applied power, it just kind of did that weird sound, and it would do that sound for about 25 times a minute. So Hmm. that's what they're probably using or something similar for this broadcast. Yeah, then you wouldn't really even need a fucking radio. Like, you wouldn't even need radio equipment. You just need the tower. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. makes sense. And then it would kind of tell you that it's still working. Mm -hmm. So it does kind of make sense. Mm Mm-hmm. So, all right, we're at an hour and 16 minutes. Uh, do we want to end it? Got anything else we want to mention? No, I mean, I'm, I think we're good. All right, cool. Do mention one, I do want to mention Aww. one thing, though. Go for it. What, what did you do? Okay, I didn't do anything, but we're like, what, one more follower away? Yeah, no, yeah. we're so, literally one follower away, 49. So, yeah. if anyone's new in the chat and wouldn't mind or know anyone who wouldn't mind, please give us a follow on here on Odd Talks and we can become affiliate because we have all the yeah. all the little achievements. We just need one more follower. Mm-hmm. And then we can add like Pretty more much. stuff to the, the podcast and have you guys interact a little bit more. Hell yeah. If you enjoy it and be, if you want to. That would be wonderful. <laughs> no, do it. Do it, motherfuckers. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it right now. Come on. Come on. Come on right now. No balls. No balls. You won't do it. I swear. You won't do Everyone it. Everyone already follows right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Fucking Everyone's dude. Here. God damn it. <laughs> All right. One more. One more. Okay. Right? You only need one more. Just one. Oh. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and end the stream there. Um, if you want to find any more information on UVB-76, I learned about it through another podcast called Unexplained Mysteries. And they talk about it there, and they talk a lot more about it than what we have tonight, and it was very interesting. Uh, until next time, thanks for joining with us on Odd Talks, and have a swell weekend. Have a good one, guys. Fuck you, Mantis. You don't get head pats. I got the head pats. Ha <laughs> <laughs>